The views and opinions expressed are those of Jack McCall and do not necessarily reflect the official position or beliefs of Vibrant Life Allies or Lisa Oglesby. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm your host, Lisa, the Life Coach. Today is a very interesting episode. I have a coach for you in an area that even I had never heard of. So I had the pleasure of talking with Jack McCall today, and he does business credit coaching for entrepreneurs. So it was very interesting. Even if you're not an entrepreneur or you're not you know, thinking of starting or growing a business, There's a lot of interesting information in there about the importance of credit, um, how to build, you know, personal credit and even business credit so you can, you know, do things like buy a house or get better interest rates on on car loans, anything like that. So it was very valuable for, for anyone to be listening to, but particularly if you are, you know, looking to start a business or scale a business and you're like, how do I make relationships with the banks? How do I get loans? then um, there's definitely information for you today in this episode. So I hope you'll enjoy it and check it out and just apply the things you learn. Have good credit. Like, it's not always the sexiest thing to live vibrantly, right? But having good credit can get you places, can get you the house, the car, the free travel. So that's nice. Um, So check it out and just go out there and live more vibrantly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I have a very interesting coach to introduce you to today. It's a niche that I had not heard of before today, but I will let him tell you a little bit more. Introduce yourself, Jack. Yes. Hey, guys. My name is Jack McCall. I'm a serial entrepreneur and financial coach. Specifically, I teach people about credit, on how to build credit, get business funding for their business they plan to start or they want to scale and then use the money that they get in business cards to absolutely scale their companies. And so uh, I have a a step-by-step process. I walk people through on how to get funding in the most strategic and effective way so they have the money accessible so they can scale their companies. But I'm excited to be on on the show, Lisa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm going to be dropping tons of free value um, through the entire show as well. So I want to get you guys as educated as possible about credit. So I'm ready to rock. Absolutely. Well, that's a very good topic for for everyone who's listening um, to get can get value, you know, from from you to learn how to build credit. So that's fantastic. So, like, how did you get into this this particular line of work or coaching? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've always loved business. I've always loved providing uh, value through business to people. Um, through my entire life. And I think the one staple of success that I've always seen in business is the ability to borrow large amounts of money to actually scale the company um, to, you know, to, to, to the level that you need to scale to see uh, big success. And um, I, I, saw, I saw so much success in long-term or in, in building stable relationships with key lenders. So you can mm-hmm. actually have the money to scale their business. Because a lot of people, they, they just start a business with either personal savings or a business loan at a high interest rate, but if they only knew about 0% interest business cards, they can keep their personal savings into long-term assets or long-term investments like cryptocurrency, stock market, real estate, and take advantage of 0% interest business credit. And basically what 0% interest business credit is, is you can get approved for business credit cards 
at a 0% interest rate, and that's for the first introductory period. So some cards have a six-month introductory period at 0% interest, some cards up to 18%. So at US Bank, for example, you can get approved for like a twenty dollars to $40,000 business credit card um, and don't pay any interest for the first 18 months. So it's free money. And so while you can use that free money to scale your business, you can then put your personal savings into the stock market, and now you have more money working for you, therefore making a much, much bigger return. And um, another thing I might add is there's a big difference between personal cards and business cards. And the number one reason is, is because the business cards don't report utilization to your personal credit. And so if you had a personal card and you have a $20,000 limit and you're using that full $20,000, that's 100% utilization. And that's going to bring your score down dramatically. But on a business card, $20,000 business card, you can use the money and leave a balance at 0% interest and it won't report the utilization to your personal credit. So you can borrow the money for free, you can use all the money, and it won't negatively affect your credit whatsoever. Oh, well, see, that's value already. I, myself, have often wondered what's the, like personal credit card versus one for my business. I'm like, what's the difference? Why do I need that? And, and now I see the difference. <laughs> Exactly. So it, it doesn't report the account, doesn't report the utilization, and you get bigger limits. And so um, another a big thing about business credit cards is you can get up to 10 business cards in one single day if you apply in the right sequence. Or on the personal credit side, since it's reporting to your personal credit, you have to build that much slower. So I recommend don't apply for one over one personal card every three months. Basically, the big rule is like if a, a lender sees you applying for over two personal cards in six months, you look very risky. But on the mm. business side, because those accounts don't report to your personal credit, that's why you can get 10 in a single day um, while keeping your score high. So I have like, uh, just in the last year, I've been approved for over $300,000 in credit limits, most of it on the business side. And I have an 805 FICO score across all three bureaus. And so I've done that in a, a very short period of time. Right. That's fantastic. So this might be a, a hard-hitting question, but this is something I would be interested to know. I personally, I have no problems with cards, and if I'm going to you know, take out something on a loan, I know it's something that I can pay for. It seems like in America, at least in our country, there's a lot of people who have trouble with cards or who have trouble you know, knowing, like, you know, if I take this loan out, am I going to be able to pay it? And especially like if you're coaching them, you know, and they're growing, they're going to want to really invest in themselves, which is fantastic. But so how do you work with that, that nuance of this is investing in yourself and this is getting in over your head? Yeah. I mean, that's just business. That's, that's business. That's, that, that's the risk of business. It's either you use money that you can borrow to invest into yourself, into your business, into your ideas, or you use, use your own money. And so my reasoning is why would you use your own money when you can use someone else's money to invest into your idea? For example, the bank's money at 0% interest. And the beauty about using 0% business cards is there's much less risk. And so even if you borrow $20,000 at 0% interest and you can't pay it back after that introductory period, you can always get approved for another business card and balance transfer the debt onto that new card to give you a longer period of 0% interest. Uh, time frame. And while you're doing that, 
your personal savings is in a long-term investment like the stock market or cryptocurrency or real estate. And so instead of having your personal savings into the business venture that in this scenario might be struggling a little bit, now you have your personal savings that's actually making money, right? So the more money you have working for you, the bigger returns you're going to make in general. And you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of laws and acts that protect consumers in credit. And so, you know, the worst case scenario in credit, if you get over your head, you can't pay it back, the debt goes to collections. Once it's in collections, you can go through a credit repair process and they wipe the debt from your from your credit file. Obviously, that's you know, worst case scenario. You don't want to do that. You want to pay off your bills on time for sure. But if you just look at the laws, like legally, that's what the process looks like. And once the debt gets sold to a collection agency, you're actually not obligated to pay that collection agency because the initial creditor, say Chase Bank, sold the debt to the collection agency. And so even if you pay off that collection agency on the debt that you owe, it will stay on your credit file for seven years, even if you pay it. So it actually makes no sense, in my opinion, to pay off a collection once it's in collections because even if you pay it off, it still stays in your record. So you might as well just pay a credit repair company about a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks to to remove the debt, and that's why it's it's zero risk to to use business credit in business. And obviously, we just talked about the worst case scenario. But, right, right. You know, the worst case scenario is it's not that bad. And of course, we're trying to pay on time, use the money smartly and effectively. But you know, that's that's the worst case. Right. So it sounds like you would advise, you know, having your personal stuff invested, you're growing there, you're keeping that safe. If you needed it, you could use that. And then, you know, being comfortable with your level of risk. Exactly. Exactly. I think, you know, anything in business, it's just a level of risk. And, you know, that's, you have to take risk to see reward, right? And so if you're too scared to take any risk, you're probably not going to see much reward. So, um, I like to put myself out there, apply the pressure, you know, put my back against the wall. And I think when people put themselves in harder situations, that's when they, they're so much more effective and do so much more, right? So I think if people don't put themselves in uncomfort financially, you know, they're not going to exceed uh, to their full, full potential. I can see that. So then, and this is something that a lot of people don't see as well, surprisingly. Um, I hear this from people, but talk about the importance of good credit. I mean, good credit is essentially the, the staple in success in life, in my opinion. I mean, not only will you save money on a home purchase, on an auto loan, on insurance, those are just you know the basic fundamentals that every person um, you know has to, uh, to go through, but you also get approved for top travel cards. You know, most people travel. And when you have top travel cards, you accumulate tons of points, and then you can use those points for free travel. So good credit will save you money on anything travel-related because you get these free points, and then you travel for free. So that's incredible just for, on the personal side. And then if you're in business or make any sort of investments whatsoever, once you have access to 0% interest money, you can do a lot more. And so I, th I think those are the three big things. It's obviously like the fundamentals of like, you know, interest rates on on like a, a auto loan, mortgage, also getting approved the top travel cards. And with the tra top travel cards, like the Sapphire Reserve, for example, you get free airport lounge access, free pre-check, global entry, tons of other benefits that bring that bring your expenses so much lower just throughout your daily life when you travel. Um, so that that's a big reason why you want good credit is just for like the personal travel stuff. And then of course right. in business, it's just a game changer. Yeah, I love my travel card. 
And right now I'm just looking at it like, when can we travel again? I know, I know, <laughs> I right? So much stuff, so much free travel saved up. I'm ready to use it. Um, so yeah, so good credit is important to get, you know, you get the benefits, you get lower interest rates. That's very important. What are some other things that, that can help people as far as credit? Like how do they optimize their personal credit? Yeah. And that, that's definitely the, the first step. So, you know, it to get to business credit, there's certain requirements. And the number one requirement is to optimize your personal credit. So you can't just go to business credit with a very thin file. You're going to want multiple primary accounts, at least four primary um, accounts that you're responsible for. And also adding one to two authorized users onto your personal credit will help as well. And basically what an authorized user does, it adopts the credit strength from someone else's account onto your credit profile. So say, for example, you have like a family member or someone with a credit card account that's been open for 10 to 20 years with a very high limit. If they add you as an authorized user to that account, it will adopt that, the strengths in that account to your personal credit file and it will increase your score. So you're going to want at least four primary accounts before going to business, at least one to two AUs with um, over 10 years of age not in a high limit. And then you want to make sure your utilization is down as much as possible. So um, at all costs, keep your utilization under 30%. Um, and ideally, you want it under 10%. And that's when you'll see the best the best score and the best position to then go to business side. And also, you want to be very conscious of when and how you're getting hard inquiries. Basically, a hard inquiry is anytime a lender checks your credit, which dings your credit a bit. But if you have too many hard inquiries, um, specifically in the last six months, you look high risk to a lender because it basically tells them that you're you're out asking for tons of money at different financial institutions. So um, you're not going to want more. You you want more than two hard inquiries in the last six months, and this is on each of the three bureaus. And then one thing I might also add is you definitely want to make sure you're checking your credit file before applying for credit cards. Um, there's two ways to check. One is your Vantage score, which is what you see for free. So like on your bank app, you see for free, that's your Vantage score. If you go to Credit Karma, that's free. It's your Vantage score. And that's not always the most accurate because lenders look at your, your FICO score. And anytime you look at a FICO score, that's something you generally have to pay for. And so my two favorite credit monitoring services um, is myfico.com and identityiq.com. And basically it's 30 bucks a month and you can pull your three bureau FICO report and look at the same report that the lenders look at, which is the most accurate. So that I recommend everyone to do that. Um, or you go to creditchecktotal.com and get your credit report for a dollar. And at least, you know, give that a look to understand where you are before, you know, trying to do anything else. Oh, right. That's very, that's very helpful. And, you know, what you were saying about, you know, having other users, I was very fortunate that my, my parents did that for me. I mean, they put me on their card. I didn't even have the card. Right. I mean, who wants right, their kid, right. who wants their kid running around with credit card? But they, they put me on the card. And then when I was old enough and I had my own card really used it, I had good credit. Perfect. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Ta-da. <laughs> Exactly. So, yeah, and was, it's perfect. I was very too, happy they did that. And, and there's no risk to the card holder because like you said, like they don't give you the card. Once they get the card, they just cut it up and it helps you out in your credit file. So it's a, it's a win-win for everyone. Right. That's a, it's a good thing to do. You know, if you're in a situation like that where you can cut up the card or just, you know, that they're not going to use it and just build that credit for them. That's a, 
a nice gift <laughs> to give someone. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, a big reason why people want to build their credit is just for preparation. You know, you never know when you're going to have an awesome opportunity in front of you and it takes time to build. So say, for example, someone comes, you know, presents you with an amazing investment opportunity and you need $150,000 to take advantage of it. And it's, you know, it's an awesome opportunity. It looks like a home run investment and you, know, you don't have $150,000, but imagine yourself now having the ability to borrow $150,000 at 0% interest if your credit was built. And so a lot of people say like, I don't need the money right now. Um, you know, I don't have anything to do right now in, in business, but it all comes down to preparation. You know, opportunities will come to you if, you know, if you, if you do the right things and surround yourself with the right people and educate yourself the right way, but you want to be prepared for those opportunities. And the way you be prepared is, you know, having access to money if you need it. And so it's all about building, you know, the most awesome credit file possible, just in case you need to borrow money. Right. Yeah. And like you said, it, when you go to borrow money for, for whatever reason that it comes up, you want to have a file that shows that you're active, that you've, you've paid your bills and, you know, that kind of stuff. So you want to have all that going. Exactly. And there's, there's so many variables that go into your credit file. It's not just having a credit card to a credit card, a house. There's so many variables. Um, one of my friends, he's, he was like 26 years old and his dad was very anti-credit cards because I think he got into some debt. Um, and he, he taught his son, like, you know, credit cards are bad. Um, now my 26 year old friend was trying to get approved for a mortgage loan uh, with his fiance and they look at his credit file and he has no credit whatsoever no credit cards, literally nothing. And now he's embarrassed in front of his fiance because he has literally no credit and he can't buy a house. And so um, it kind of just goes to show you, you know, the importance of building credit, even on like the more fundamental level, because everyone needs good credit if they want to, you know, save a lot of money and have more fun in their life. Yeah. To buy a house or, you know, like we talked about earlier, just with the interest rates, how much you pay for your car is greatly affected by the interest rate that you're able to to get. Yeah, 100%. So then we were talking about the personal credit and building that up and how to optimize that. So how does the business credit come in and what do we need to do there? Yeah. And I think um, one more thing I would love to add before going to the business stuff. Oh, sure. Is, of course. Um, uh, it kind of leads you up right into the business stuff is the relationships you create with these lenders. So um, one thing I love to do is, you know, study the 0% business cards and understanding which financial institutions are offering them. And then thinking about how do I build solid relationships with those lenders? And I do that by, you know, thinking, you know, should I open up a bank account, a business checking, a personal checking, and also what personal cards do they have? So like Chase Bank, US Bank, uh, Bank of America, they have incredible business, business products to offer. And so I like to get their personal cards and open bank accounts at those banks because when they see I've been a customer of theirs for now years, I've had the personal card. They see, you know, many months of on-time payment history. They see I have some money in the bank account that I've had a bank account for the last five years, whatever, whatever it is. Um, now they're much more inclined to give me money on the business side. And so right. once you, once you have a good relationship, once you have at least four primary accounts, um, once you have low utilization on every single account, it gives you so much more validation and trust with these lenders. And basically, when you apply for these cards, there's a couple different ways you can do it. Um, it's all about knowing you know, what cards to apply for, when to apply for them, and how to apply for them. 
the ways to apply for them consist of either doing it in branch on the phone or in person, uh, or I mean, I mean, say online. Um, online, generally, you have to provide more information um, over a phone call. So online is, is generally not the best way to do it. I'd recommend to do it in branch. Uh, but basically, the couple of things you really want to make sure that shows in your credit file is the low utilization on every single account under 30% and no more than two hard inquiries on each of the three bureaus. And that's why it's so important to check your credit file because if your utilization is too high or you have too many hard inquiries, you're just asking to get denied. And so it's very important you actually look at your three bureau FICO report, understand where you're at, and then make a decision on what cards you can get from there. And so my favorite banks are Chase, uh, Bank of America, and Amex. Amex doesn't really have the bank accounts, but Amex is an incredible lender. Um, so yeah, Chase, Amex, Bank of America, U.S. Bank. So I'd focus on building relationships at those banks as opposed to like the small credit unions or the small local banks. There are valuable, there is value of building relationships there, but you know, focus on the big ones first because you're going to get the most money, the most benefits, uh, the best user experience with them first. Right. And absolutely. Thank you for, for going back to that because I had written that down earlier that the the stable relationships are are very important with the lenders. And I think a lot of people who haven't grown up in, you know, entrepreneurship, they don't have any experience or anybody teaching them. They are, they're like, how do I get these relationships? And so mm-hmm. you just explained that process very well. Like you're connecting with them with your personal cards and then your business cards. And so when the time comes that you need a loan, you're not just another person out there asking for money. They have a history with you. Exactly. And the banks, they want to lend you money. They want to lend you money. You just have to do what you can to make yourself attractive enough for them to want to lend you money. Say it's the same, you know, situation of if you're trying to go up to, you know, an attractive person of the opposite sex and, you know, talk to them, you want to make sure you're as attractive as possible. And so by Mm -hmm. doing these things on the personal credit side, that's how you do it. And then when you have it dialed, they're basically, you know, they're reaching out to you to lend you money because you're so attractive to lend to because you're, you know, you're, you're responsible, you have your stuff in check and you look like you're going to be successful if they, if they lend you the money. Okay. And you also mentioned the importance of low utilization. Break that down for the lay listeners, the laymen who don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So utilization is basically the money that you're using out of the money that's lent to you. So say you have $20,000 that's lent to you on the personal side, say two $10,000 cards. If you're using 10,000 of that 20,000, that's 50% utilization because you're using 10,000 of the 20,000. So that's 50%, right? So anything over 30% is considered high. Anything under 10% is considered ideal. And even if you pay off your balance on the due date, it's going to report that balance to your personal credit for the next 30 days. So if you don't want it to report the utilization, you have to pay it off early. And so that's the key if you want your utilization low, is just to pay it off early. Okay, so you want to use 30% or less of what is available to you. Exactly, exactly. All right, I was clearing that up for, for the listeners. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And then one more note to and the myself. Listeners. Yeah. Um, out of the top banks, um, I would advise against Wells Fargo uh, because one, they don't have that good of business products. 
And so it, it doesn't make the most sense to build a personal relationship or a personal banking relationship with them because there's no trajectory on the business side. And um, they're very hard with reconsideration. So if you get denied, there's, you know, that's generally the decision you have to face. And they also pull a hard inquiry from multiple bureaus when you apply for the cards. And so that's why I would focus on the Chase Bank, Bank of America, U.S. Bank, and then Amex, those top four. I do. I don't have any experience with Wells Fargo other than I got my dream bed, a Tempur-Pedic. And they were doing 0% for five years. How can you say no? Yeah. Like normally I would just buy the bed, but I was like, keep my money for five years. And, you know, like you said, invest it and get stuff. Heck yeah. So I do have a little relationship there with Wells Fargo. (laughs) So, okay. So then going into the business, how do you get the business credit? How do you keep it up? Like, what do you do on that end? What do I do with the business credit? Yeah, like what is your, you know, kind of how you walked us through the personal credit, walk us through the business credit and, you know, getting that and what looks good there. Yeah, I mean, so because it doesn't report to your personal credit, you can get, as I mentioned before, anywhere between five and 10 cards in a single day. But this all depends on what your personal credit looks like and what you've done to prepare yourself on that side first. Um, So with low utilization, low hard inquiries, um, strategic accounts with you know key lenders that have the good business business card products, and then um, one big thing that uh, is a major value like working with someone like myself. I have relationship managers at all these top institutions. So basically, when I have a client that wants to get approved for business credit, I make the personal introduction between my client and this relationship manager, which is essentially like a higher level banker at Amex, U.S. Bank, Chase Bank, B of A. And they have a conversation back and forth about what kind of business they have, how much money they want to borrow. Um, they look at their credit. They and they, the relationship manager essentially submits their application for them. And even if it gets denied um, or even approved for a low limit, they can push it back in for reconsideration. So that kind of goes on how to apply. I mean, the best way to apply is through a relationship manager, um, which you can develop over time, um, or you can do it in branch. You can do it over the phone or do it online. Um, I recommend to do it in branch if you don't have a relationship manager, um, but those are definitely the best ways. Okay. Okay. So you've given out a lot of, in, a lot of information today and let's say someone is listening and they're like, okay, this sounds great. I would love to, you know, start on this, but it's a lot. So how do they reach out to you to talk to you about maybe working with you so that they've got your guidance and your coaching through this? Yeah, of course. I mean, Step one, I have a, a mini course that I'm giving out for free for the next two weeks, uh, actually until Christmas, so I guess for the, for the next month. It's a mini course, it's 10 videos, talks about the fundamentals of personal credit, uh, business funding, basically everything you need to know to make all this happen. And I'm giving it out for free. Um, if you just reach out to me on Instagram and DM me close friends, I'll add you to my close friends list and send you, send you the access link to it. Uh, my, my handle on Instagram is kingofdebt. So just shoot me a DM, say close friends, and I'll show you the access link to it. Um, but I mean, basically, like if you're someone that wants to start a business, if you're someone that has a business and wants to take it to the next level, my program for sure will take you where you want to be in terms of funding as fast as, as your credit will allow in a very short period of time with no mistakes. And so, like, you know, of course, like, you know, these things, all these strategies I've developed, I've done through trial and error. And, you know, most people can probably 
you know, figure them out as well. It's just, it'll take you many years, just like the years that I've gone through to, to learn all this stuff. Right. So if you want to save the time, if you want to save the money, I would recommend to work with someone like myself where I can show you exactly how to do it. And so you can get the money as soon as possible so you can start or scale your business. And I think like with the sooner someone has money available, you know, assuming they have like a really good idea, you know, the longer they wait to not have the money, the, the more they're missing out on. And so a lot of people, you know, think like if I can just, you know, hire Jack to show me exactly what to do, I'll make so much more money because I'll have that money available now, scale my business and the business is going to make such an awesome ROI. So yeah, reach out to me on Instagram. It's king of debt. My website is thefoundationalfinances.com. I have some awesome videos about myself, about credit, about my program, tons of student testimonies that talk about all the results that I've helped them um, achieve with their funding and their business. And yeah, I would love to talk to you guys. Um, at least I appreciate you having me on the show. I hope this, um, I hope I dropped some awesome free value bombs on credit, um, but I can't stress it enough. Start building credit and um, you'll have so much more success in your life because of it. Absolutely. I, I do appreciate everything you've said today. I think a lot of people are going to take away, you know, the value from that and, and start, you know, even just having that awareness and working on their credit and realizing the benefits. That's super important. So thank you so much for being here with us today and for giving us all that information. Of course, of course. Let me just do a little card flash. This is what I'm working with about 20 credit cards, $300,000 in limits. And, you know, you got to ask yourself, you know, if you have a business, what would having that much money do for your business? Would it allow you to scale much faster or start a business that you've always wanted? And so a lot of the clients that I work with, you know, I help them get approved for these 0% cards. And because they now have this money, they can move a lot quicker and really, you know, make it happen with uh, whatever they're trying to start. So, um, yeah, if you guys have a business, or you want to get going, all this stuff, I'd be happy to talk with you. Reach out on Instagram, King of Debt. And Lisa, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. I hope all this stuff was super valuable for everyone. Yes, great. Thank you so much. And everyone, you you heard him. If, if you're looking, you need a loan or you need credit, you're, you know, trying to grow or scale your business, just reach out and he has all that information for you to help you um, get started so you don't have to wait and live more vibrantly. <laughs> <laughs>